looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two new grad DPTs helping you get through PT school on your first try debt-free. Join us as we guide you through the insanity of PT school. Welcome back to Gratitude. So today we have a very special guest with us. We are talking to Yusra today, and she is a second year PT student at Duke University. And I will let her tell more about her story. What about current PT students? What would be the biggest piece of advice you have for them? I think it's just important to recognize that no grade is worth giving up your mental wellness and sacrificing that um, because that stuff does catch up to you. And so learning to sort of let go of that so that you can help yourself. It's a hard thing to do, though. I could say that all day, but I'm not very good at it. We're still learning. Yeah, we're all working, all working at it. What has been the biggest help for you? Or what, like, you said blogging helps you relieve a lot of anxiety and stress, but is there anything else you think has helped you the most? Honestly, wandering around to my professor's offices is huge because even if we don't talk about anything that I'm stressed about, even if we only talk for a few seconds, like just those little moments of things being different, right? So like I've lately been able to stop by professor's offices, like people I don't really talk to um, or people who don't teach us that much. And so I think finding, like continually changing things up can really help um, get you out of a rut because having the same routine, I mean, I literally eat like the same thing for breakfast every day and then you go to the same classes and it's, it's a lot and you start to fatigue out. And so I have a professor who, without giving away who she is, but she uh, had her door open and I stopped by to say hi. I wasn't there to see her. I was uh, on my way to, I think, to study. And she invited me in her office and we sat and talked for a little bit. And in my mind, I was like, what are we going to talk about? This is about to be awkward. Like, why did I come in? And we ended up talking for like 30 minutes about how we're obsessed with like murder mystery podcasts and like horror movies and like how much we love gore and no one would ever know it. And that was just so nice because it sounds nuts, but like, just that new encounter, like I'm someone who likes to really meet new people. And so something to really change it up and help me to get sort of outside of my own head and focus on something new and something as 
unrelated to PT school as horror movies is nice. So those conversations don't always happen. And so that can be hard too. kind of wandering and looking for those. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think I think that's been huge for me. I think my professors have been huge because just them being willing to take the time to talk, I think is something that I really appreciate because I am continually telling myself like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. Like they don't even want to talk to me. And so I made a joke to my professor that they're going to put in an alarm um, on the door (laughs) whenever I come through and like start shutting their doors. Um, And he just laughed and he didn't say, oh no, that's not true. So that made me a little nervous. But um, so, but yeah, no, but it's been helpful. And I think what also has helped me is to do things that, make me nervous but that I know will help me so whether that's talking to people and being too afraid to reach out like sometimes I'll type up a text and won't send it for hours and then I will just have to force myself to hit send same thing with counseling and so same thing with asking someone I don't know that well to get coffee with me or to go to yoga with me or whatever that's helped me a lot too because I've realized that the things that I overthink and the things that I feel like oh like people are never going to want to do this with me people are really focused on themselves and no one's hyper analyzing my life and the words that I say or whatever, the way that I do. And that's a good thing. And so just reminding myself of that has helped as well. For this week's episode, we have Deja, our good friend who is a first year PT student at Duke university. And in this episode, we go more into talking about how her first year has gone thus far, as well as talking about anxiety and counseling and just talking about how it's okay if you are having panic attacks and you don't know how to deal with it, that it's okay to utilize the free counseling services at, the, at your university. And then you also get some pretty good discounts Yeah. So not saying that you should all go on anxiety meds, of course, but if you have tried everything else and this is what you need, you can get some discounts on it. You're paying for it in your tuition anyway. So listen to this episode, hear like about Deja's journey and how she has started her blog, The Curly Clinician, all of that stuff. She shares so much great info for you guys. Like check it out. Um, it'll really help you throughout PT school. We hope you enjoy this episode. Any advice that you have for SPTs who are going through school right now? Just know that you're never alone and reach out to anyone if you need any help or just need someone to talk to. Reach out to me, reach out to Gabby, reach out to Sarah, reach out to someone because you're never alone. Everyone's here for you. We're all a big family. We're all here to help you remember that. Agreed. Yes. The, our community is just so, so amazing. And, you know, we're, we may not all be going through, or we may not all be going through the same classes, but it's just nice to know, like, if you do need to vent or you're, (laughs) I asked Sarah, I was like, Hey, can you help me with this neuro concept real quick? (laughs) So just, (laughs) different things like that. And it's just so nice to have a community. Um, but you are not alone. That's, that is so true. And, you know, even if you're about to start PT school, like reach out to PT students, don't be intimidated by us. We are like, you're going to be a student and you're going to make it through. Um, but we'll give you like all the tips and advice that we can, because 
we've been through it and we just want to see, you know, our classmates um, or future classmates succeed. In this episode, we chat with Gabby Whistler, who is a current physical therapist and founder of Health Cares. And we chat with her a lot about mind health and her experience with anxiety, OCD, that kind of stuff, and how she has gone through that and how you as a future physical therapist can help your patients as well. Yes. Gabby is such an amazing person and she had so much good insight and stories because we we have all had anxiety in one time of our life or another and so this is great that she was able to open up about her story and able to give tips and advice so we hope you enjoy this episode with Gabby and our last question that we usually ask people uh what advice I know we gave it you already gave a ton of advice but what advice would you give to a current PT student oh good question Honestly, my biggest piece of advice is just to truly believe that you're going to make it um, and see the big picture. You know, the sooner you can start picturing yourself, you know, working as a PT or um, in this situation you wish to be in in the future, um, the more likely. So we start to we start to become and live out what we believe. Right. It's that self manifestation. Um, So the second you can start picturing yourself in the position you want to be in in the future, the more likely you are to carry that lifestyle out. So just start seeing where, you know, have goals, have a vision of your future self and your um, career as a physical therapist. And I have no doubt that you'll make it. Um, it's just a matter it's enjoy the journey, right? So um, we let PT school be this threatening, stressful environment, but truth be told, it's, it's actually a really exciting thing. Like, just picture it as this journey to get to that end goal um, and enjoy every second of it, the highs and the lows. Yeah. And you will go through the highs and the lows. So yeah, take that, take that into consideration and enjoy the journey because sometimes you, you're, you're not getting into that perspective and it might seem more of a, uh, something that you have to do and you have to get through. But yeah, I mean, we all, we all need that just to like, check ourselves and say, okay, enjoy the journey. And it's going to be stressful. It's going to be a roller coaster. <laughs> You're going to go through a lot, but I love what you just said. Great. What's, I have a question for you girls. What would be your biggest piece of advice as current PT students? Oh man, you're the first person to flip that around on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think my biggest piece of advice is very similar to yours and I know it's super cliche to tell people but like truly believe that you are enough um as you are but that doesn't mean you will never change like you're going to change about PT school and you should change but every step of the way just truly believing that you are enough and that like you said you're going to make it whether you know things happen in PT school. And if for some reason, God forbid, you don't make it because it does happen. Um, you still have the rest of your life. I I just want people to feel confident in themselves and not just as PT students as their only identity. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love how, what you just said, Sarah, like PT school is not your only identity. 
and there you are so many other things. But yeah, I would say my biggest thing is mindset, um, making sure that you have the right mindset because I mean, that comes, that comes with, you know, studying that comes with, you know, being confident in yourself and in your skills, but having that and, you know, having um, positive influences around you in school, um, out of school, that's, that would be one of my <laughs> biggest pieces of advice because that's going to help you not um, spiral into burnout. And that's a common thing in our profession right now and as graduate students. Um, so I would say that would be the big thing. And also, we all go through imposter syndrome at some point and just know that it's, that is not your identity either. Like you, you have to know that you are capable and you're here for a reason. Uh, just like Sarah said, because you are enough. Absolutely. People are coming to us seeking help and all you have to be is one step ahead of them. And just by being day one in PT school, you have already achieved that. So definitely. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. And for today's episode, we have a fellow SPT here today, and Jess is on the podcast. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited to do this. We already talked about a lot of tips for PT students, but if you had to just pick one super important one, what would you tell a current PT student? Um... I would say just take the time to remember why you wanted to be a PT. Um, during my hall, uh, hard fall semester, I tr found my old um, PT applications and I read the, the essay of like why I wanted to be a PT school, why I should be accepted at this program, just as a reminder like of who I was as a person, why I wanted to pursue this career path. And, I know you just said like one thing, but just to be kinder to yourself, like this program is hard. Like there's no doubt about that. Even if you were somehow got like you got a four point whatever, um, four point whatever, like you were the best student of all time. It's going to be hard. And just remember you're not alone, whether it's like relying on your other classmates, your professors, your friends from back home, your family, get a dog. I got a dog during the pandemic. <laughs> so just find that support system and you're going to be, you're going to be fine. You're going to do amazing. Not fine. You're going to do amazing. Oh my God. You got a dog. I just have to ask what kind of dog. Love of my life. Um, she is a border collie husky. I particularly remember when I was telling my old coworkers uh, when I, before I even got into PG school, like I'm considering getting a dog during grad school. And they were like, don't get a dog. You won't have a time. And lo and behold, the pandemic happened. And look who has time. I have time. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I mean, if you can handle a dog, you should go for it. If you're a cat person, just go get an animal. It's just so nice to have constant love and no judgment whatsoever. And just can like, hold, like I even talk to my dog when I study. I teach her about frozen shoulders and all that. <laughs> So that's how you learn. Teach your dog about frozen, yes. fro can't, uh, frozen shoulder, frozen shoulder. <laughs> yes. And you'll remember it forever. She does. I mean, I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> She'll learn how to treat herself one day. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 
Welcome to another episode of Gratitude. We are so excited to have our guest today and Sean is on the podcast. So welcome. And we are really excited for this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It, it really is. I've been listening to you guys for such a long time. I started PT school because we all started on the same journey. So it really, really is an honor to be on the show. What advice would you have for those pre-PTs who maybe do have a really low GPA and they're like, got the advice from their advisors about, well, you should just give up on PT because unfortunately a lot of students get that. So what advice would you have for them? Yeah, I would say is regardless if the world is telling you one thing, right? If you tell yourself the same thing, it's going to be true. If you tell yourself something else, that's probably going to be more true than whatever anybody else tells you, right? If you tell yourself that you deserve to be in so-and-so graduate school, you deserve to be whatever, it'll probably happen, right? Because you are your biggest supporter. You're your biggest critic at the same time, but you are going to be the reason why you're going to be successful. Nobody else can say that. There, there isn't going to be any other resource in the world that'll make you successful as opposed to you. And what I say is, regardless of what your numbers are, regardless of what your GPA is, believe in yourself. And if you believe that you have what it takes to you know, be a physical therapist, be a doctor, whatever it is, you will be that and you will make that happen. You'll manifest that to make it happen. And there are times that you will struggle, that you will doubt yourself. I doubted myself plenty of times, even in PT school, I was just like going through and I was just like, there's no way I can handle this, especially during neuro. Oh, neuro. Oh my gosh. That just, oh, those classes got to me. I was just like, I don't know if I can handle being a PT because of these classes, but there's going to be so many times where you doubt yourself. And the only person that can truly, truly, truly ever get to you and break you is yourself. So believe in yourself, believe in who you are. And someday your dreams will happen. Neuro, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. But Neuro, yeah. <laughs> like PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. Yeah. But you're so right. And you really just have to believe in yourself. And so looking forward, what's next for you? If you've gotten this question, you know, when you graduate PT school, um, <laughs> do you have an idea of what setting you want to be in or still just figuring that out? Yeah, so I, it's crazy, right? Graduation's in April. I take my boards in July. And for me, like, I'm still trying to take it in. It's kind of surreal that we're even at this point. And everyone's always asking me, like, what do you plan to do? You know, where do you want to be? And my first response is that I'm still taking in the fact that I'm standing here talking to you as an almost grad, right? Because I still can't fathom that fact. But I know that I do most likely want to stay in Texas. And I want to go into home health because um, I think because of the pandemic that we're in, the market of home health is definitely going to explode, right? And definitely, you know, the money aspect is good just because I got some loans I got to pay off. But also with home health and everything like that, it will allow me a little bit more time to take on PRNs and jobs if I want to, but also allow me more time to work on some of my other outside projects, some of my other passions that... I talked about earlier and you know the idea like i said of just not putting everything into one basket and burning yourself out too quickly is something that i truly truly believe in so i after my boards i want to study or i want to like take like a month off to travel you know and just 
do my own thing because we're going to go in the working world and we can work for the rest of our lives. But I think now that, you know, I'm 27, right? We're not getting any younger. I want to try to live for as many experiences as I can before I go into the working world. But I got to work soon though, too, because I got student loans that I got to be paid off. We could do the whole episode on that and on (laughs) like enjoying life after passing the boards. TBD, everybody listening, we'll have to do a (laughs) follow-up. Yeah, that will be our follow-up with talking about after boards and taking some much needed time off because there's no more clinic. Well, no more clinic as a student studying. You just study for the biggest exam of your life and Mm -hmm. just enjoy afterwards. Like, because the working world, as we know, we are currently working pretty much for free as (laughs) students. So it's a glimpse into that. And, uh, you need some time to just take a step back and travel. Hopefully, hopefully by that point you can, (laughs) Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. If not, I'm just going to throw a really, really big celebration in my house (laughs) and uh, FaceTime and Zoom everybody on that. But let's just fingers, fingers crossed that we'll be able to travel soon. We have talked about so much in this episode and we appreciate having you on. And I have one more question. This we ask everybody. And I know we touched on advice for pre-PTs with a low GPA, but what about current PT students? What would be the biggest piece of advice you have for them right now? Oh man, the biggest piece of advice is to forget everything PT and take care of yourself, take care of your mental health because at the end of the day, nothing is more important than you, right? I was just talking about this with somebody is that if you stripped everything away, right? PT school, everything that's affecting you right now and the only thing that you had left was just the clothes on your back ask yourself, would I still have a reason to smile? And that's just one of the biggest, you know, things that you really need to take into consideration is that your mental health is what will get you through the day. No matter what else happens, don't let, you know, the stresses of school, the stresses of finding a future job, whatever, don't let them get to you. Take care of your mental health, do whatever it takes, meditate, find, you know, counseling, go to the gym, take in a new hobby, something that isn't PT related, because at the end of the day, you need to find something that works for you and something that makes you feel just so happy to be in the body that you are. In this episode, we talk with Kevin, who is the founder of Med School Insiders, and he is a uh, medical doctor. So we had the opportunity to talk more with him about the importance of mental health and how that goes beyond our identity. That was a big key in this episode. And he actually has created a platform which is called Save Our Doctors. And it is absolutely incredible. It's just raising awareness about suicide prevention. Yeah. And this is all about how the culture of grad school, like health profession, grad school programs needs to change in order to create an environment that is like more conducive to mental health and taking care, like creating an environment where people aren't overworked and burnt out and tired and completely exhausted and don't take care of themselves quite honestly. And so we chat a lot about that and study habits and oh my gosh, so many things you guys hope you enjoy Kevin Jabal in this episode. But what about current PT students? What would be the biggest piece of advice you have for them? 
I, I feel like so many people that go into medicine or healthcare professions, whether that's PT, nursing, anything, they have these, you know, these great like aspirations and, and they want to help people, right? They, they go in for the best intentions, but I feel like the system is, is broken in a lot of ways, not only the education system, but even the medical system, which is a whole discussion in and of itself. So what I try to do with Med School Insiders is anytime you have a problem, there's two sides to address. And num number one, you can try to fix the actual system and say, okay, the medical education system is broken. Let's change that. Now, if you were to rely on that as being the only solution, then good luck. That's going to take several years to have any meaningful change. That's just the way things work when it's large bureaucratic, you know, large institutions, they don't change overnight. So if you can instead help students to live more effectively, be more efficient, study more effectively so that they don't have to spend as much time studying, then everyone is actually better off. So in, in college, how can you, you know, spend, like do more active learning, spend less time studying and, and have a healthy balanced life. Same thing in medical school. How can you do well in your rotations and, you know, still survive the sleep deprivation and still be healthy and not, you know, not be burned out, not go crazy. And in residency, same thing. So each step of the process, and I'm sure this is very analogous to PT, you know, school and, and afterwards, um, how can we make students more successful at each stage? Yeah, you want to say it? Oh, no, you're fine. I, I absolutely love that. And I just love what you said about having medical students study in a efficient way and, you know, implement healthy habits so they're not burning out because burnout is a hot word in, in just the healthcare profession right now, especially with graduate students. And it's important to, to know that. And for, you know, even if you keep hearing it, like you need to hear this because people still think that they have to study hours and hours and sacrifice their uh, mental health and their uh, physical health and just, everything about them because that's their identity they don't think they're anything else okay so, great great point yeah uh, sorry I I mean you good. oh you're good <laughs> i didn't mean to interrupt I, I added some some uh some responses to two things you said if that's cool um so number one the the, the whole discussion of burnout a, a lot of it's kind of complicated because burnout the actual issue isn't necessarily students doing something wrong. It's a lot of it is a systemic issue. And you see people saying, like, Oh, it's not burnout. It's called it's moral injury, whatever. I understand the importance of semantics, but at the same time, you know, complaining that it's not your fault and not doing anything about it, that doesn't help you. So with burnout, part of it is taking responsibility and it doesn't mean fault. So taking responsibility does not mean that it is your fault that you are burnout or that the system is so broken but it empowers you to do something about it. So when it comes to how do you handle burnout, I think that's just as important to discuss as how do, you, how do we systemically change the system to reduce burnout? So that's number one. And then number two, a lot of students, like one of the most common myths that you, like people are just told ever since they're young is the harder you work, the better you will do in school. That is not true. One of the biggest realizations I had was by choosing one day a week and focusing on just like my mental health, whether that meant, you know, like exercising more or hanging out with friends, whatever it, whatever mental health to me meant at that moment in my life, by focusing on that one day a week, usually a Saturday or a Sunday, the rest of my week, I was actually more effective. So I could study less time, like spend less time studying and get just as good, if not better grades, because the quality of my studying 
the, the, the ability for me to deeply focus was much improved. So those are the two things I just wanted to state. And this is something that we talk about all the time. I love what you just said. Like we want to echo that back out to all the students who are listening because it's important for you to have quality study first and foremost, and to take control of your burnout or like whatever you're feeling, like do something about it. And yeah, it's, it's different than saying, oh, it's my fault that I'm burnt out. It is more of a systemic thing, but you can do things about it. And that's what we're here to tell you guys. Yeah. And the other, the other myth that people believe is like, but I have to study hard because I'm just not as smart. It's not because you're smart or not. It's because of your study habits. That's, that's the truth of it. And when you actually look at the literature, what does work, active recall, practice questions, you know, things like that versus just reading notes again and again. I mean, I was guilty of that. I had terrible study methods in college. And then it wasn't until medical school that I was forced to improve them. And I got really passionate about, okay, how can I optimize every minute of my life? And then I was able to get better marks and spend even less time studying, which just seemed so counterintuitive. So there's this huge issue in medicine with burnout, depression, and suicide. And depending on the study you look at, um, physicians have some of the highest rates of suicide, um, either like number one, number two, again, depending on the study you look at. And for most people who are in you know, the healthcare field, that isn't as surprising, but I was shocked to see how many people outside of medicine had no idea. And in fact, the response was almost like, why are you guys burned out and depressed? Like, you guys should be happy. You're doctors. It's not isn't that what you guys work so hard to become. Or don't you guys make good money? Like, why are you guys complaining? You know, so like, oh, this must be a millennial issue. You guys are just complaining once again. Um, but it's really a huge issue. And, and there's systemic reasons as to why it has be, is ballooned to the issue that it is today. So what I realized was, you know, most people in the healthcare industry acknowledge that this is a big problem, but it's really hard to do anything about it. It's just, it's a huge issue. Where do you even start? And I had this eureka moment where I was like, wait, by me just complaining about it and talking about it, but not doing anything about it, I'm not really contributing in any way. And if I have a platform like Med School Insiders and we have some reach, then shouldn't I at least try to do something? So that's why we created the Save Our Doctors campaign. And what we're trying to do is essentially raise awareness for this issue and help raise funds to allow students and, and other people, whether they're residents or they don't have to be a you don't have to be a doctor or a student. If you're just passionate about this issue and want to do something about it and you have an idea, we want to raise the funds in order to help you make that idea a reality. So have like a little pilot program at your school. Say, hey, we're doing this thing to reduce burnout. We're going to try this. We'll, we'll give you some money and let's see what happens. Let's see if we can if we can raise awareness, if we can try different initiatives, if we can experiment and see what are viable and feasible options. Welcome back to another episode of Gratitude, guys. Today we have Tristan on. Welcome, Tristan. What's up? What's up? I'm, I'm glad to be on here. <laughs> yeah, we're so glad to have you. We love having student physical therapists. Like, it's so cool to be able to just talk to everybody and hear everyone's different experiences. But what about current PT students? What would be the biggest piece of advice you have for them? And I remember one of my professors told me this because she, she saw me sleeping three hours and she saw me falling asleep in class sadly um but she she told me that when you're in physical therapy school it's a blessing to be able to see and develop new habits that will follow you for the rest of your life because the reality of it is 
that you're gonna, you know, most people want families and most people want to do other things outside of school. And this, this period of your life where, where we're this busy, we may not be like this stressed because of we have to do things that are under an actual program. But whenever real life comes, which is what she told me, you're gonna have kids, you know, you're gonna have a spouse, you're gonna have things that you're gonna wanna do, maybe a side hustle, with and along with work and stuff will happen. And so PT school gives you a great opportunity to deal with stress and learn the best way to cope with these things and establish good habits and work out and stuff like that so that you can be able to not only be able to prosper and flourish here, but you can also be able to prosper and flourish outside of school whenever you have a lot of things going on too. So that's something that like I, I really remember from what she told me. I love that. And I think a lot of PT students and professors and people forget about the things outside of school and about how school is kind of like a basis for creating these routines and other things in your life to handle stress and handle what life throws at you in a different way mm-hmm. compared to undergrad. One other thing that I just wanted to, to throw out there is, and, and this is kind of going off of what, what you've been talking about, Sarah, is please, please focus on your mental well-being during school. And I know that we've said it so many times, but it's it's so under it's so I feel like it's just so understated within people in grad school. And please just develop a schedule. Please schedule some Netflix time for yourself. And another major thing, another major key to why I've been able to handle all the things that I've been able to handle in school with online and in-person coaching is starting off the right way. That is such a big deal. If you start off behind and you start off in a way where you're kind of playing catch up in regards to studying and doing assignments and stuff like that, you're going to find that you're going to be struggling to maintain your mental well-being because you're always playing catch up. You're always trying to take, just, just put out the next fire as opposed to being proactive. So before even going in school, or if you just learned this, before going into the next semester, please focus on not only your mental well-being, but focus on trying to start off with a bang. Get an A on that first exam. Get a high grade on that first exam. Hit it hard whenever you have the most energy so that whenever it's towards the end, you can kind of just, just coast through, right? And this is also, also an analogy for life, that those who get started early and those who get started, you know, who, who hit the ground running early usually are those who have success in the long term. So please, even before you get into school, find a mentor, which is what I did. I was just freaking, I just kept asking this guy questions. Like I, he was like, my goodness, like you might as well just be in PT school at this point. But <laughs> I was just hammering him with questions so that I can be able to get a good gauge on where I should be in terms of my mental space and in terms of the work ethic that I would have to implement as soon as I got in school. And so that's what helped me is that I started off well so that I could be able to just kind of coast through whenever finals came and whenever those midterms came, came and came and smacked all of us. (laughs) I know both of our midterm weeks. That was fun. And uh, yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you set yourself up for success, that first, those first few exams, Mm -hmm. then like you said, think about in the long, you know, in the long term in the future, when you get to midterms, especially finals, because if you do well on those areas, then, you have some wiggle room to focus on a class that maybe you're not doing as well. And you can put more emphasis on that rather than a class that you've gotten, you know, high test grades. So um, yeah, I think that's key. 
And I love what you said about finding a mentor because that has been one of the biggest aspects of my life. I know, well, pretty much these last few months that I started PT school and without the few mentors that I have, and I have, I would say I have a lot, like I have a lot of people, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, they just really helped me through the times that I struggled and was having self-doubt, came back to that mental health. So um, once I, once they kind of said, all right, Gabby, get your, get your shit together, pretty much. That's what they said. I'm like, all right, I can do this. And then my mindset completely changed and I ended well. So yeah. Major key. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stress and broke SPT. 